to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the VIP Show with your host, Jose Aristimuño. Folks, I got a good one for you today. I just got back from Vegas. I was not there gambling. I know that's what people think when you go to Vegas. I was there to make money, not not to not to make the casinos money, to make me some money, folks. Um, I was there with some great friends, man. I love I love Vegas, man. It is it is the place to be. And my great friend, he is a ninja when it comes to real estate, when it comes to entrepreneurship. Mr. Josh Calendo is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Josh, what's going on, baby? What's happening? Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm glad. I'm glad you got to come and experience Vegas. Yeah, it's a great man, spot. I, it is a great spot. I know. I really do. And I, I tell folks, um, it's a very up and coming entrepreneurship bubble. I, I really do think so. I mean, I think Miami's got some of that, and New York obviously's got some of that. Texas, but but Vegas again, it's got this connotation that it's only gambling and partying, which hey, it's some great parties in Vegas, sure. But but really, man, there's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot of great real estate stuff. You got Phoenix, Arizona nearby. I mean, it just just everything. You got some great deals. Before we talk real estate, Josh, before we talk business, I got a question for you, brother. Who was Josh Galindo, the little boy growing up? <laughs> Who was Josh Galindo, the little boy growing up? It depends on what age, I guess. Uh, but I'll just pick an age and go. Uh, Josh Galindo growing up was, uh, was a, a fatherless young boy, uh, basically from the beginning of his life. Uh, my, my dad left when my sister was three and I was one. So I would argue that there was kind of this interesting blend between the man of the house, find the strength to, uh, look tough. Uh, even though I wasn't, um, uh, be brave, even though I wasn't, uh, and, and frankly, a little bit of an insecure kid that kind of made up for it with maybe a little bit of cockiness and, uh, and other things and tough guy type persona. Um, that was pretty much me from where I can remember to where I started turning my life around, um, is that was that was the mo? I was always a figure it outer. I was always an entrepreneur mindset. I was always a doer, but uh, I certainly had some underlying things that I had to work out to kind of catch my stride. You know, I, and there's something that really you know catches my attention. And you said this: I had to look tough, but I wasn't. I had to be brave, but I wasn't. Isn't it true that sometimes, as human beings, as an entrepreneurs? We have to, in a, in a in a way, play the part, or we have to, as I say, rise rise to the occasion, right? Yeah, and, or and fake I think it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. And there's a great there's a great saying to that sort uh, uh, that Richard Branson has said throughout his life, and it's this: You're never really ready for anything, folks. You're never you can, you can prepare yourself as much as you can, but you're you're never really truly ready. And, yeah. and I think, and, and you tell me if you agree with me, brother, but I feel like there's a lot of people in our space who overthink way too much shit. They just way overthink everything, man. Yeah. Get up, just get go, it done. Just go do. The overthinking, the overanalyzing, the overplanning. You're, you're anticipating problems that may never even happen, and you're wasting time 
planning for something that may never happen when you should just go and do. And then when you have a problem, then you address the problem when it comes, but at least you're only addressing the problem that came instead of all these hypotheticals Mm -hmm. that keep you on the sideline from ever doing. And I'm actually a big believer in that whole fake it till you make it thing, because Mm -hmm. the only way that you grow is that you have to fake it, which is becoming uncomfortable in something that is new. And eventually it becomes the Mm -hmm. norm. And then you have to go and push yourself again into a space of, if you want to call it fake or pushing yourself out of the comfort zone until it becomes the norm. And then when it's the norm, you go and do it again. And that is life. And people often, the sad thing is is that society discourages that mindset and they actually gang up on their buddies and go, oh, he's, he's faking it. Mm -hmm. And then, and then they almost discourage it. And then now that person that's faking it feels judged by his peers. And then they actually revert back to who they used to be. And they never actually move forward because they never stay in the new them long enough mm-hmm, to become comfortable mm-hmm. with it and or make their friends comfortable with it. So they're so something I, it's a long winded answer here, but I, yeah. think I want to really no, want to please, touch please. No, no, it's important. The, I, okay. So I always say it's like your friends, you know, you're trying to grow and do better things with your group of friends. All of a sudden you roll up to the party and they're like, man, Josh has, fit, has changed, bro. You're not the same, bro. What they're doing is they're so uncomfortable with the change that you've created in their life. Mm-hmm. That they're trying to get back to being comfortable. So the way they get back to being comfortable is by getting you to go back to who you were mm-hmm. that made them comfortable. Mm-hmm. Your change is making them uncomfortable. Now, how do you get past that? Is you stay in the new you long mm-hmm. enough for your sphere of influence to go, oh, that's the new Josh. Like how many times have you seen one of your friends go do something that was totally crazy? You didn't have any faith in them, but they yeah. didn't give up. And then before I know, they're like, oh, yeah, that's just that's just what and that's, that that becomes a new identity. Right. I mean, it becomes a new identity when you were trying to do real estate. People th- said you were crazy when I was doing PR. Right, people right. thought I was crazy. Jose, you know, and I'm with you 100 percent. And I think it's funny because. That's really what being a visionary or manif- manifestation is what it is. You got to fake it. To you make it. You got to pretend you're something in your head first until that shit becomes real. And then one day you look back and you're like, oh, wow, I, I'm actually, I do have a six pack now, whatever the case is. Or actually I did quit smoking, but you had to protect, you, you had to understand what that felt like before you even had it. Right. Isn't that what, and I'm I don't care if you believe in God, Buddha, whatever it is, but that's what faith is in the first place. You know, yeah. you just got a different like yeah. faith, you know, starts with the same, same, same letter. <laughs> I love that, man. And I actually, I actually say whatever you do believe in, it's all just having faith and hope, whether it's God or manifestation or whatever religion or or belief system you operate from, they're all rooted in the same thing. And that is, that is belief and hope Yeah, that that whatever you're envisioning here will come to reality. Whether you're sitting down and praying and going, God, please give me X or manifesting universe, Mm -hmm. please provide me the following. They're rooted in the same concept. And, yeah. and and I I would argue it, it, I would argue it's it's energy and that's a big believer of mine is is we're all connected and and tapping into different people's wavelengths and energies and I can get into that but that's a that's a long no no I'm with you that's I, a long I, I, I'm with you brother no no next time I'm in Vegas I'm gonna call you up man we're gonna kick it and and 100 you know and and folks I told you this was this was gonna be a good podcast you got to put this on repeat because what what Josh is saying is it's it's reality folks it's it's really what it is. Um, it's so incredibly important. How did you get into Josh? How do you get into real estate? Talk to me a little bit about the Galindo group and everything like that. Galindo group real estate is my brand out here that I operate all of my companies basically under okay. everything I've got is, is Galindo based. So there's Galindo group real estate, then there's Galindo futures, Galindo group investments, 
uh, Galindo Media, Galindo, uh, Galindo Group Consulting, Galindo Gives, my nonprofit. So basically, Galindo Group Real Estate is my real estate company here in Las Vegas. We are a real estate brokerage. I am the broker that has 150 real estate agents that just help traditional buyers and sellers buy and sell real estate. Now, my main focus for that company is to provide a business that has incredible culture that keeps all of these agents wanting to operate out of this business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way to, in my opinion, the way to keep and retain talent is with culture because there's so yep. many brokerages out there that do the same thing. Like I'm not doing anything more special than Realty One. I'm not doing anything more special than Coldwell Banker. All these different types of brokerages. I'm I'm giving a place for an agent to hang their license. I take a little piece of the action when they do close a deal, they get the rest. The only thing that we have that could be different is culture. So I'm a big believer in creating really special culture. And we do that through many, 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 many ways, um, which I can get into in a minute here. But and then but primarily my focus on my personal level is flipping homes. So I've bought and I've bought, rehabbed, and sold over 1,200 flips here in Las Vegas. Woo! Uh, it's a staggering number. Yeah, um, yeah it's uh, it's something I'm really proud of. It's something I'm still doing. I've got 11 homes that I'm working on right now. Uh, I'm always my my peak is between 40 and 50 homes at a time, and if I'm slowing back down in the slow season, which is where we're at now, I'll hang out between seven, 10, 11 homes at a time, and that's kind of where we're at right now. But then the last thing that actually created wealth for me that I'd love to talk about if you if you please, want to go that direction please, of course. is 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 rentals. You've mm. got to own and keep owning, not selling. It's so easy to say, well, I can make fifty thousand dollars on this house. Sure. That's seven years worth of rent, but that just keeps you rich. It doesn't actually create wealth. And to me, wealth is money that shows up whether you get decide to get out of bed that day or not. And let me ask you this, and this is a great, great, great segue into my next question. Um, so you, in between long-term investments like rentals, and between flips, which is a little bit faster, you your your favorite will be long-term rentals. That's number one. And and my second question will be to keep wealth and to build wealth. But how many would you need? I mean, because if each of them, I guess it depends on what you what you have. But if each of them maybe it's giving you 500 bucks a pop or something, I mean, you would need maybe 20, 30, 40 of them to 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 have a pretty nice stock. Is that right? Or, or am I missing something? No, you're not. You're not wrong. Um, everything you said, there's pretty much accurate. But first, I'll start with the the model, the, the, the model that I use, the, the path that I took is flip, flip, flip. You know, you flip a house, you make 25, call it to 50 grand, whatever the number is. You call it, you make 15,000 to 50,000, whatever the profit is. You flip okay. a house, let's just let's just call it 25 for easier math. Okay. Flip a house, you make 25 grand. You flip another house, you make 25 grand. You, you flip five houses, you make 125,000 bucks. You go and purge that money and buy a rental. And then you flip, 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 purge, flip, 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 purge. And you never live like I've made really great money in my early days um, flipping homes, but I never lived like I did because I always took that excess cash and bought rentals. And then I only bought things that my rentals could pay for. So my rule in life was if I have a reoccurring payment, I would not take that reoccurring payment on unless I had a rental that could pay for it. And what that allowed me to do is that I could never lose my house. I could never lose my car. I could never lose my cars. 
I could never lose something, you know, to the bank because I couldn't produce new income. And being in the real estate space as a realtor or even a real estate investor, mm-hmm. um, there's ups and downs. So I had to find a way to fill the bottoms. And so, yes, to your point is one, I wanted to communicate uh, that flipping is the tool I use to to obtaining all of my rentals. Um, the second thing was is how to be financially responsible with your flip income and build your life around your rental income, not your flip income. And that way it can never be taken from you. And then number Mm -hmm. three, to talk to your point about uh, how much do you really need to be successful? I own 85 doors Uh Um, Uh and uh, about that. It's starting to really show up impactfully um, as far as changing my life. So yes, you do have to have a lot of doors. You can't do it with 10 unless you own them all cash. Um, I I pride myself on having a low debt ratio, um, but it's certainly not zero. Um, but I, I, I'm not a believer in the guys that that say, you know, pull out 100 percent of uh, all the equity and just keep buying. Because to me, I don't know what that does. If you have no cash flow, but you have 500 units, it's kind of like, aren't we doing this to create cash flow, which creates a quality of life? Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have 100 units that are all cash and be making 100 grand a month versus 500 units that are kicking me out 50 grand a month that are all leveraged. Mm-hmm. And then the market or the economy sneezes and, you, and the whole house of cards comes flying down. You know, so you got to be careful with debt. But yeah, you need between 50 and and 100 homes to have it really change your life. I love it, man. I love it. Folks, you're listening to the VIP show, Jose Estimonio. We're talking with Josh Galindo. He's telling you the nuggets, folks. He's telling you how to do it, what to do. Right. He's he's being honest with you guys, but it's about you guys, you know, taking this to the streets and and applying it. Uh, We talked a little bit about company culture, but I got another question that's kind of similar to that. And it's this, Josh. How important it's marketing and personal branding uh, when it comes to the success of your business? It's it's everything, everything. I mean, look at me. I didn't wear any of what I'm wearing today to appease the podcast. Every day, I have a piece of Galindo Group Real Estate logo, member uh, clothing on every day. Whether it's a hat, it's a shirt, it's my my joggers, uh, all of my cars. I've I've I have a lot of I have a lot of cool cars. <laughs> Um, they're all branded with, uh, with, with logos. So personal brand is huge. Um, and I actually am late to that game. Uh, I only started this personal brand journey in January of this year and I've been flipping home since 2018, Yeah, yeah, 2008, excuse me, 2008, not 18. Uh, so almost 18 years. And, um, uh, and I just started this eight months ago. Nine months ago. What are we in? Ten months ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, personal brand is so important. It has been impactful to every one of my businesses. Um, and then obviously branding. I always say whatever company is making you the money, wear it. And then if people judge you, because back to that little statement we were talking about in the beginning, people be like, oh, all you do is wear your Glenda Group gear. And then I look back and I go, bro, you're wearing a fucking Nike shirt. Does Nike write you a check? Then why are you wearing Nike or Jordans? You got Jordans on. Does Jordan write you a check when you buy? No, you should be wearing your gear that pays you. And then that way you're a walking billboard. And I'm going to give you one more fun statistic. One time I left the gym, Uh I got all geared out. This was back when we were wearing masks in Vegas. So I had a mask. I had a Galindo Group logo on. I had a a Galindo Group uh, sweater on and a Galindo Group hat on in my skinny jeans. And I grabbed my phone and I put it in video. Uh-huh. And I walk out acting like I'm I'm texting. I walk from the, the locker room through the lobby, the juice bar, the exit, the parking lot, all the way to my car. I got in my car. I was trying to make a point to my agents about how important branding is. Sure. I get to my car, I press play on the video. 
I watched 16 sets of eyeballs, whether they stared at me or they just glanced and kept moving. I, mm. I, I created 16 impressions That's walking right. from my locker yep. to my car. People pay money for these impressions. Yep. Why yep. aren't they, you know, they'll go on Google and, and, and pay for it. They'll go on social media and pay for it, but they won't sure. do it for free. I love so it. I'm I love a big it. believer in personal brand and branding everything. Everything's branded. You know, and there's a great saying that goes, it's not the best product that wins. It's the best known product it's, that wins. It's McDonald's, marketing. McDonald's yep. is not the best burger, folks, but it's the most known and they make the most cash. But yeah, become the best known. I'm all about building skills, but be the best known. Be omnipresent. Be anywhere and everywhere at all times. The way my guy, Josh Galindo, just told you to do. When you are no, you are no longer, my brother, many, many years down the line, you are no longer on this physical earth. What type of legacy does Josh Galindo want to leave behind? I want to leave a legacy to every person that I touch, not including my four children, um, also them, obviously. I want to leave a legacy to live legendary. It's actually one of my tattoos. It's right there. Be legendary. Oh, uh -huh. And then this side is be grateful. Boom. And uh, and I really, really mean that is is I want to do legendary shit. And so if there's ever a moment in my life where fear enters my mind and I start he and hon on whether I'm going to take action or move forward, but it's only because of the fear that I literally say to myself, am I living legendary? Mm -hmm. And I have to recheck myself. And if I'm not, then I just, I realign myself and go, go push through the fear. And so I want people to look back and go, Josh taught me how to be confident. Josh inspired me. Josh taught me how to overcome uh, adversity. Uh, that's really what I want. And, and, and all of the many tools that I use on a daily basis to overcome challenges and obstacles and persevere, you know, a lot of that stuff you could find on my Instagram page where, where I, I leave tips and tricks on the tools that I use daily. But I want people to look back and go, Josh helped me be a better human being. Um, and he did legendary shit. That's yeah. right. You become, that's <laughs> right. You be, you do that by being legendary. Folks, you're listening yeah. to the VIP show, Jose Testimonio. Josh Galindo, everybody. Josh, people want to learn from you. They want to work with you. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok, on YouTube, all of the social media handles at I am Josh Galindo. At I am Josh Galindo. G-A-L-I-N-D-O. I talk about everything. I'm transparent. Nothing is smoke and mirrors. If I'm doing great, I let you know. If I'm not doing great, I let you know how I became successful. I don't withhold anything. I'm not selling anything. Uh, I'm transparent. I'm here to just just educate and entertain and uh, and 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 help people out. Boom! Awesome, brother. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you, brother.